Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. In this episode, I am going to dive into a very practical way that I created rhythms in my health and my fitness to help me get back on track with my goals after having my second baby. It can be really hard no matter where you are in your fitness journey. If you are not consistently active or eating healthy, it can be really hard to jump back into it. And so today I get to break down the complexities of what it means to be consistent and how to create rhythms with your various seasons of life. And I may or may not also offend you by telling you that I don't think balance exists. So you will have to dive in and listen to that to figure out what I mean when I say that. But I am so excited for you to listen to this episode. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. We are going to dive right in about having rhythms in fitness and your nutrition journey. If you remember or if you've listened, episode three on the podcast was all about finding ways to be consistent and simple and having a simple health and fitness journey. And I want to dive a little bit deeper today on what it means to have rhythms in your health and your fitness journey. I talk a lot about seasons with my clients and even with my friends. I was having this conversation with a friend the other day, which is one of the reasons why I decided to record a podcast episode about this, because it was such a helpful conversation for both of us to talk through this. I talk a lot about seasons and things changing with the seasons you're in, but you may be wondering, what does that look like practically? And that's what I'm going to break down for you today and just share my own story of some things from postpartum and how I was able to move back into my health and my fitness journey after having a couple of babies. And so after I had my first son, Everett Nash, it was hard to get back into the swing of exercising because of sleep deprivation. It's your first baby. Everything is new. All the experiences are new. But eventually, with time, I was able to jump all in again. He was on a great nap schedule and sleeping, you know, eventually at one point. And I was able to get started working out four to five days a week and get a good baseline. And then I got pregnant again with my second, with my daughter. And 
I ended up having a high-risk pregnancy there for a while, and I was very limited in my exercises that I could do. And so that made it a lot harder to want to get my workouts in and to be motivated to do that because I couldn't do what I wanted to do. But once she was born, it was still pretty hard to get back into the rhythm and swing of things with my health and my fitness. Now I had two kids. And if you're a mama, you have been there before, you know it. If you're not yet, you will know it eventually. But it took a while. I Even though I started exercising and repairing, working on repairing my core soon after she was born, When she was about three and a half months old, we ended up moving across the state for my husband's job, and we were living in temporary housing. At first, our weight equipment was tucked in the back of the garage behind our washer and dryer, and then behind half of our house that was still packed in boxes all in the garage. And so I had zero equipment. Eventually, we were able to dig those out, some of the equipment, and uh, pull half the equipment out, which still wasn't very much, but I was mentally exhausted with the move. And then getting into a groove with our new culture and our new city. And I still had a three and a half month old and a two year old on top of that and a business that I was running online and all the things because we're always doing all the things as women, right? My focus for the season, though, wasn't necessarily weight loss. It was just trying to find a consistent rhythm again. So I started getting my exercises in. I started about I was doing three days a week. And then what happened? Boom, sickness, because my son just started school for the first time. We got something. We had, I think it was adenovirus first, and then the next month it was the flu, and then the next month I think we had COVID, and then there was something else in there too, a stomach bug or something. I don't know. It was one thing right after the other, and we were still in temporary housing at this point, and for six months it was off and on like this, and so I tried working for my goals. But it was hard because my rhythm of life was a different pace than I wanted it to be and that I was used to it being. But for me, what that meant is I had to sit down and realize what was most important in this season that we were in. And for me as a trainer, that meant utilizing somebody else's postpartum program because even personal trainers need trainers sometimes. I don't know if you realize that, but Most often, most personal trainers actually have their own trainer at some point in time because we are so busy writing programs for everybody else that the mental capacity to do that for ourselves sometimes is just too much. We also sometimes just want somebody to tell us what to do and we just want to follow a program. And so for me, that meant utilizing somebody else's postpartum program. So it was something I didn't have to do mentally or write my own thing to be able to do it. And I could just adapt that to what it looked like for me. So I was able to start getting back two to three times per week, but kept it really short using somebody else's program. But like I said, life just kept happening. You know, it didn't slow down. Everything around us kept going and changing. And sometimes I'm sure you maybe you felt this way before, but sometimes it just feels like we're in an ocean just flowing along with the waves and being tossed to and fro by our circumstances. And it can feel like that in our health and our fitness, too, because when we're not where we want to be, it's like it's we get into this position of should I just not do anything at all or what can I even do right now? Because it's so absolutely crazy and absurd. But here's the thing. In every season that it's super crazy and absurd, you're going to have another one like it. And so the choice to not do anything at all shouldn't even be a choice. But I can understand how that is tempting because that means it's less mental energy on your part and physical energy on your part. And so when life keeps coming, because it will, we have to figure out what that means for our health and our fitness too. And we have to figure out what that rhythm means. 
And I'm going to dive into how I did that and settled, found a routine and a rhythm for and evaluated my own busy season and share how I did that after having my second daughter during the middle of all of this craziness. But I want to stop real quick and encourage you in something. I It was several weeks ago, a couple months ago, I was talking to one of my clients and I was telling her that I know how this ends for her. I see how this fitness and this health journey can end for her. And I can see that for you too. As a personal trainer, I have the privilege to work alongside women to achieve their health and fitness goals, but the journey for them is hard. It's hard for me too sometimes. I know that. I acknowledge that. And what what my client couldn't see and what usually women can't see is the end goal. It's really hard. They can see what they want, but they don't see how it's really going to end up. But I can. I've watched it happen over and over again. You can eventually get back into it. You can reach your goals. You will. You will be consistent. You can learn to change with the seasons and adapt your rhythm. I can see that because I see it in women all the time. And that is why it is such a joy for me to do this because I get to see how it becomes a lifestyle and a part of their life and not just a temporary weight loss solution. It's harder for you because you are in the middle of the journey. And you can't see the end result. But don't let that discourage you. Let it remind you to stop and evaluate the season you're in and figure out what you are willing to sacrifice or not sacrifice towards your health and fitness in the season that you are in right now. As I'm talking about that, can you see God in that, right? In that analogy, how God can see the end goal. He wants us to trust him in the journey. We can't see how this ends up for us. We can only trust in him and know that he is a good God and we are following the God who created us and the world. Trust the process in your health and your fitness too and trust that even small steps make a huge difference for that end goal that you are trying to achieve. The other side of this journey, we're always in a big long journey, but if we break those journeys up into smaller goals, that's why we have goals as we're breaking our journey up into smaller manageable bite-sized pieces take the small we take the small steps and we keep going towards those towards those goals and toward our journey and see what the lord does with it and as we continue on there's there's one thing too just so you can understand again where this method is coming from that i'm about to describe to you but personally and this is contrary to what people in the fitness and health industry are going to tell you honestly this is i am a minority here and so if you disagree with me, that's that's totally fine. And we can talk about it. I would love to have an open conversation with this. But I personally don't believe in balance. As a believer in Christ, I don't think that I can. First of all, I don't think the word balance is anywhere in the Bible. But mainly because balance would mean that we have everything under control at that time or at all times. And we are doing everything perfectly to create that balance. There's no stinking way. We can control everything all at once, including our external circumstances, even in our health and our fitness. There may be times where things feel like they're going really well and they will for a while, but then external circumstances will come in and things will get disrupted. But that's okay. That's what life is. If we were in control all the time and we're achieving this balance in all things, then why would we need God? Why would we need the saving grace of Christ? We wouldn't because we'd have it all covered. We need him. 
And if we were to have a balance all the time in all areas of our life, we wouldn't need God. And that's just simply not life. And even in trying to, when when women try to create this balance, this perfectly balanced thing, especially in motherhood, this is this is a huge thing in motherhood of trying to make sure everything is balanced. Our motherhood is great. Being a wife is great. Leading our kids is great. Our home is great. Maybe our work life is great. We're trying to create this balance of everything. And it might work for a while, but then when it doesn't, what happens is that that failure is then placed on us because we couldn't do it because we weren't enough to do it all. And then that's the shame blame cycle that we've talked about before. Perfectionism and searching for balance will destroy us because while things may work for a while, when it doesn't, who's to blame? Ourselves, because we weren't enough to keep it all going. And, and like I said, that's the shame blame cycle that keeps a lot of women trapped in the yo-yo cycle of health and fitness. Balance is out, y'all. It's out. It's not happening. What's in in health and fitness is adapting and finding rhythms in the various seasons you go through so you can have lifelong health. We are in it for the end game, y'all. Health and fitness is not just a temporary solution to problem. While yes, we can use health and fitness to achieve goals and help us address problems we may have physically, health and fitness is a lifelong journey and we need to treat it as such. When you think about if you're a big goal person, I think of the Cultivate Planner. I love the Cultivate Cultivate Planner. And one of the questions it asks every single year is who do you want to be when you're 70 or 80? Who do you want to be? What type of person are you? Are you hanging out with your great grandkids or your grandkids? What are you doing on the daily? What matters most when you are 80 years old? And what should matter most is that we are one of the things that can matter most is that we are physically capable. And we have to keep that end goal in sight when we are looking at our health and our fitness is that this is an, a, a lifelong journey, not just one year of a program. No, it keeps going. And by learning how to adapt and find rhythms, that's what keeps this and makes this a lifelong journey because then you are empowered and equipped with the tools to change your fitness and your health in your various seasons of life. And so now I'm going to finish, finally finish telling you how I got back into the swing of things. So in spring, I'm going to backtrack a little. In spring of 2022, we moved into our new house. We were busy. We were unpacking and trying to make it all a home. And I wish I could tell you I had this secret epiphany and I jumped all into fitness and health. But as you've heard me in this entire episode talk about, there's no such thing as perfection. And I, But I do. I wish I could tell you I jumped all in and reached my next set of goals, but I didn't. What I had to do was evaluate what was going on around me and take a moment to think about what was most important in that season for my health and my fitness and my family. Think of it. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think of it like a dial. Imagine, you know, your stovetop dial where it has the numbers. It's like low to high. And then it's like the numbers in between one through 10. Think of it like a dial. Low or one would be the basic level of exercise you would need to survive that season. Like maybe that's walking more. High or like a 10 would be you are rocking it, working out however many days a week you want to be, taking walks several times a week. You have incredible neat, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. You're just moving more day to day in whatever way. And that would be my 10 is working out five days a week. I'm rocking this life. I'm going to the park. I'm taking my kids for a walk, doing all of these things. Same thing for your nutrition. Imagine this dial for your nutrition. One or low, 
is on the low end of the dial could be, for me, honestly, here was my low end. And this is going to sound real low, y'all, so no judgment, okay? I'm not going to judge you. You don't judge me. But here's the low end of my dial. It was literally just taking my Juice Plus every single day. I kid you not. If you don't know what Juice Plus is, it is a fruit and vegetable whole food supplement that you can utilize to bridge the gap in your nutrition because we are not getting enough fruits and vegetables every single day. And that was my low end, was just taking that every single day. I knew I could do one thing for my health and my kids' health because my kids take it too. They take the chewable version. But I knew that that was one thing I could do every single day. Now my high end or my 10 on the dial would have been cooking all my meals at home, meal planning on Fridays, meal prepping on Sundays, bulk prepping, doing one large grocery trip every month and having weekly grocery orders delivered and then keeping things pretty much whole foods, making our own snacks like muffins and granola and all those things. That's like my version of a 10. That may look different to you. But the high on my dials, the 10s on my dials were not practical for the season that I was in. If I tried to do all of those things, I would have stressed myself out, given myself anxiety, and then crashed and burned and felt like a failure. So instead of my pu- putting myself through that, I evaluated what I was willing to do right then and what I was willing to sacrifice and not sacrifice. We all sacrifice in different ways in our lives, whether you're single, a wife, mom, a grandparent, wherever you are, we all make different sacrifices in order to help us lead spiritually, physically, and emotionally healthy lives. So don't think someone else's sacrifice should be yours. You work on staying in your own lane and figure out what that is for you. And that is what I had to do for myself. I sat down, I figured out for nutrition, I could be around a three or a four, a medium. I could focus on portion sizes at the meal times. I could cook at least three meals per week and we could sacrifice the expense and eat out one time a week. That was my sacrifice, sacrificing time in order to prep those meals and then sacrificing finances to eat out one time a week with our family. For fitness, I figured out that I could be a medium to a low. What I needed in that time, in that busy season, as we had been transitioning to a new church and a new city, even though I grew up in the city that we are now in, I needed time to prioritize rest, proper nutrition, good sleep. And so that meant I sacrificed more on my workouts. I focused on doing just 10 minute workouts for two to three times a week. I would take one of my own I was utilizing the postpartum programs to begin with, and then I would take some of my own workouts that I had written previously, and I would only do one or two supersets from it or a triset, or I would take a couple of the exercise and make it a superset or a triset, and that would be it. I would do it for three or four rounds, and then I would be done, y'all. It was small, yes, compared to what I can do, yes, but it's what I could do, and that's what I could do to stay consistent. And that's an accomplishment. I feel like often when we have to dial down our fitness or our nutrition, it can feel like we're a failure because that means we're not enough. But that's not what it means. What it means is that you are humble enough to realize the season you are in. You know where your priorities lie. You know what needs to be sacrificed in those seasons. And you know if that's not fitness and nutrition or you know if it is fitness and nutrition, then that is okay. And it's becoming content and satisfied knowing your seasons are going to change, knowing that you are going at your own pace. You are creating a rhythm for yourself and for your family and the people that are around you. That is what I did for months until we finally felt settled 
and then I could add in more into my workout. That's how I created the consistency. That's how I created the rhythm for myself and for my family in that season. And then we entered into a new season where things were more chill and I felt refreshed and I felt energized because I had prioritized rest. I had prioritized portion sizes in my nutrition. So my energy levels were really good and I could move the dial up on my fitness. And I felt great when I could move the dial up in my fitness and I could sustain that. And I could sustain that because I knew I had already, I was, we were entering into this new season and my, our rhythm was changing and it was in a positive way. Give yourself permission to go at your own pace. Please stay in your own lane, sister. Give yourself permission to dial either up or back your fitness and your nutrition for whatever season of life you're in and being content with that too. It's okay if you aren't doing all the things. The hardest part is sitting down to evaluate the season you're in and to learn to be content that that season will eventually change. And one day, potentially sooner than later, you will be back to where you wanted to be. That's the hardest part is being satisfied in the ebbs and flows of life. But if you know how to dial things up, or back with your fitness and nutrition, that's what's going to help you keep going lifelong and keep your goals going lifelong as well. It took me with, after Hadley, because of all the changes that had occurred in our life, it took me a good almost year to be able to get back into a rhythm that I enjoyed and that felt good for me and my family. And even now, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm about a year and a half out from her Uh, being born and I am in a good rhythm right now of five day a week workouts, but there's still only 30 minutes. I can't afford to do any more and I can't afford more time. I'm not willing to sacrifice more time outside of outside of 30 to 40 minute workouts. And you may have more time. You may be able to do hour long workouts, 45 minute workouts, or maybe you can only do 10 minute workouts. You figure out what works best for you. But learning and practicing this didn't come easy for me. I was a do it all or nothing type of gal, like most of you probably are that are listening. I had to stop trying to prove to myself that I could do it and I could do it all and make it and be consistent doing all the things and doing it well. And instead, I had to focus. I had to humble myself. Okay, let's be real. It was a humility and pride issue right there. Um, There was some sin. Okay. But instead, I had to focus on what was most important in the various seasons of my life. And especially after having kids, I had to figure out what was my priority, what would keep me healthy as a wife, as a mom, as a believer, as a woman. And the key here, it was for me to look at my fitness and my nutrition and figure out that dial for myself and figure out what would be good in my season of life. And you can do that as well. Maybe right now, as you're thinking through this, maybe you're thinking through the dials in your own head. Ask yourself, what is the least thing you could do for your fitness? What is the least thing you could do for your nutrition every single day? And if you're not sure about those, please reach out. Let me know for nutrition. If you're like, hey, that Juice Plus sounds like an easy button, reach out. I'd love to chat with you about that too. Write those things down. Then ask yourself, what is the most you could do for your fitness or your nutrition? What's that 10? What's that high point on the dial? This would be your ideal scenario or a place of rhythm you'd like to get back to. And then slowly work yourself up or down the dial as your seasons change and ebb and flow. I hope that this was practical for you. I hope that you were able to take something away from this. I would love for you to leave a review or head over to my Instagram and chat with me. Remember, I'm here for you. And send me a message. Tell me what your favorite part was. 
I tend to be a pretty visual person. And since I'm a visual person, I do have a link below that will take you to where you can download a PDF about how to stop pressing the pause button on your wellness journey. You can head to that link, go and download it, and it will teach you how to create your own dials. We are all in various seasons of life. And that's what's so great about health and fitness is that you should make it work for you. You shouldn't have to live your life around it. That's what it means to have lifelong health, y'all, is to understand how to let it ebb and flow with each season. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I can't wait to chat with you next week. Thanks, FitFam. Hey, FitFam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable, and I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.